0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast. We're back in the house like Gronk is. I am your host, Tim Petrop, and I'm here with the only two twins that like to sip tea with not extra honey.
1: It's, What's good with that? It can't be too sweet. I like my tea Michael, sweet, but not too sweet.
0: Michael just complained that his tea had too much honey in it. Is that not the, the weirdest thing they ever complain about?
1: Jason put a decent amount of honey in the tea, man. I don't know. I don't know what the complaint is. Not on your part, on Tim's part. Why can't you complain about something being too sweet, right? I like it with a little less honey.
0: How much honey did you put in there, Jason?
1: Ah, uh, two tablespoons, two teaspoons.
0: That's a lot. Uh, I usually put one nice. teaspoon. All right, that is a lot. The one, the one teaspoon enough. Hey, he's not drinking brisk. I take it back. Um, do you know what's not enough? Talking about draft coverage. I don't know about you guys, but I'm fucking hyped for the draft. A live, ah! sports, a live sports event actually coming at us. Um, but with that being said, today we are going to do part two of what we did last week. Where we're going to look at all the NFC teams and their ability to draft fantasy studs. And we're going to give them stars. One out of five. So let's get started. We're also going to talk about Gronk's return and Everything else fantasy football related, the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast begins now. Welcome back to the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast presented by BrodoFantasy.com. I'm your host, Tim Petrop, with my brothers, the only two twins that give you double that fantasy goodness, Michael and Jason Petrop. Alright, so today, again, we're going to be going over the NFC and let's, let's, let's get into that. But first we got to talk about Gronk, Rob the, Gronkowski uh, back coming back. Years. The current, by the way, if you didn't know this, the current 24 seven champion in the WWE, which means that he is a, um, he has to defend his title at all times. And the WWE actually released the statement today, um, via field Yates, Which says, congratulations to Rob Gronkowski, the current 24-7 champion on his return to football. As per the rules of the 24-7 title, Gronk must defend his championships at all time in any location. He could be celebrating a touchdown pass from Tom Brady anytime, (laughs) anywhere. (laughs) Pretty funny. funny. Man,
1: I got to say one thing, though. I saw someone today. Tweet out list of top tight ends and they had Gronk like fifth and I immediately started cracking up.
0: I, w- I will say right now from just we don't have a, a lot of information and just from right my current situation right now just my here we go my initial reaction Tim's gonna say something is ridiculous. I am not gonna have any shares of Rob Gronkowski on my this because he's just gonna be overdrafted because of his name.
1: Good boy, I agree. I thought you were going to say something crazy. <laughs> me good boy. Usually you're a name chaser, Tim. You're a name chaser. Two years I ago... A name. <laughs> the last two years this dude played, he was kind of trash. Like, you remember when he tried tackling Kenyon Drake on that crazy play and he looked like he was a 90-year-old running at him and he just, I mean, like, who, fell down?
0: I mean, who could blame him on that? You could talk about any other of his situations, but you talk about him when he was playing deep safety on a fast running back.
1: No, I'm just saying that's, like, Robert the Griffin would have tackled move. him. He was, <laughs> yeah, the dude was terrible, so I don't really know what the hype is. I The fact that they're just kicking O.J. Howard to the curb for Gronk is a joke. I don't know. I I, I think it's very entertaining, but I just don't get it. I, what in the- I don't really like it for fantasy purposes because I feel like he's just going to be a touchdown vulture. He's basically going to be Heath Miller at the end of Heath Miller's career. He's going to have like nine touchdowns if he plays a whole season. But he's not going to pass 500 yards, I don't think. So then he's just going to be taking touchdowns away from Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. So I I think it hurts the overall fantasy landscape for for players, considering that Gronk's not going to be a reliable tight end one, in my opinion. And he's going to take touchdowns away from the big two, because I don't think Tom Brady's at the level where he can make all three of them wide
0: receiver ones and tight end ones, which they'll be drafted as. And if you... If you look in the in the past as well, Gronk does have a history of injuries, particularly in the last few years that he's played. And you could take it as two ways. You could take it as, one, he has a year off, so he's more healthy. Or two, it's not like Gronk was sitting in his, in his apartment or whatever, his house, drinking fucking protein shakes all day. He was out partying. He was drinking. He was hurting his body more. So it really depends on what kind of shape he can get in.
1: Well, he was also in WWE, so it's not like he wasn't working out at all. They also said he started working out ready for a comeback like a month ago or so. Basically okay. once the once he saw Tom Brady go to the Bucs, he started working out again.
0: Interesting. Alright, well also there's there's just the the optics of it all look a certain way, but you also have to look deeper. And one thing that we said last year was a lot of people were high on O.J. Howard. And we, were, we weren't we were off O.J. Howard. I can't give us that much credit, but we were definitely on the let's pump the brakes on O.J. Howard a bit just because of Bruce Arians' history tight ends. And, you know, that doesn't change. I don't see Bruce Arians as the type of guy who's going to all of a sudden feature a tight end in his offense just because Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski is there. Now, do I think that he can make more room with Gronk there? Sure. But I think it'll be a, like a Jason situation where he'll be a, a big target in the end zone. He won't really be uh, featured that much in the middle of the field. And kind of like a Jimmy Graham on the Seahawks two years ago type of, uh, type of situation where in the red zone, you're looking for Rob Gronkowski, but in between the 20s, he's really non-existent.
1: Yeah, I can see that.
0: But at the end of the day, the NFL is better when Gronk is in it. So sure. Facts. Facts. I, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to seeing a Gronk spike Brady to Gronk without absolutely hating every single second of it. Wow. Because as Man, you guys know, that. Yeah. as you guys know, we're Jets fans. Actually, I can't wait to be a Tom Brady fan this year. I, I mean, I always said the same thing. Like this has been like my saying to all my friends and everything. I said, I will tell my grandkids that Tom Brady is the best quarterback I've ever seen, and that I hate him, but I respect him. Honestly. Because he made, my, he made my prime sports-loving years miserable.
1: Yeah, it's true. Honestly, the best part's going to be looking at the Jets' schedule and not putting two Ls next to the Pats before
0: the season even, the preseason even
1: starts. Yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, or, you know, or we will. And, and Bill Belichick's a genius, and we're all... Uh, I don't think so. And we're all minions in his game. Unless they oh, grab what do they- Cam or Jameis. I don't think they're get grabbing Cam. I don't know. If they did go you see through the Matt, season in the stadium, they're they're not winning. Matt Rule kind of threw a shot at Jameis. I know this is off topic, but um, he said uh, when Christian McCaffrey signed the extension, he said we're looking for football football guys, guys who take who put the team first before anyone and who who live, breathe in, oh, and Oh, you die mean a football. shot at Cam then? I'm I I think that's a shot at Cam. Yeah. He said oh, Jameis. did I say Jameis? Yeah. My bad. Okay. I, I, I think it's a shot at Cam, him saying that. Do you, don't you do you think?
1: I think that makes sense, yeah. I mean, this guy's coming in. He's trying to make it his environment. So getting rid of Cam, especially when you don't really have like – they didn't even really have another quarterback yet when he decided Cam was going to go. And then they settled on Teddy Bridgewater, which is a joke. But, yeah, Michael. he definitely had something to do with that. Don't say Michael. It is a joke. I can't believe uh, Michael, that the I Panthers think. are at the point in their – Franchise where they have McCaffrey, DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel's a decent third Bobby option, Anderson. and they go and grab Teddy
0: freaking Bridgewater. Oh, poor Teddy it's Bridgewater! So dumb. Because you guys are not gonna be able to say Teddy Bridgewater from now to the beginning of the season without saying he sucks. Fuck Teddy Bridgewater. He he's a, he's a good guy. And he's over, he's overcome a lot. All right. Uh, yeah. Sure. Let him read to
1: his children at night and talk about how he's a great child. I don't do that. I don't he got care. Paid for being. What the
0: fuck? You highly. No, he could be a great person. He's just not good on the field. That's what I care about. <laughs> um, Speaking about being a great person and being good on the field. Some guys that were drafted in the last five years are great people, but ended up being really bad on the field or the complete opposite. Just terrible, shitty human beings that are great on the field. This is um, OD fun
1: to do these episodes. This is.
0: Very fun. It's a little it's a little labor intensive. I've been working on this for a long time today. Um, but it is, but it's also very fun to do. Uh just so you guys know what we're gonna do is we're gonna go around the NFC and we're gonna give stars for the ability to draft players in the draft that become fantasy studs. So we're not looking at O linemen or anyone on the defense. We're looking at quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends, and your ability to become fantasy studs um with the team that drafts you. So Michael, today you were the one that did the extra team. Yeah. So let's start off with you. Who's the first team that you want to look at? How many stars did you give them, and then let's go. Let's go dive in. I'm starting in the NFC North folks with the Green Bay
1: Packers. The Packers. Now let me tell you, Packers Brown, Packers Brown. If you were wondering why the Packers offense has been slacking lately, uh, maybe it's because they have not spent a single first or second round pick on an offensive
0: weapon. In any of the last five years. Wow. And yeah. it, it, it's, it's the crazier part about that is that before last year, the Packers were infamously in house. So they wouldn't take any free agents. It's all, all, only the people they draft.
1: It is very so apparent. So really, that's a surprise
0: yeah. that you said that.
1: And now 20... you think about
0: it, though. Although they did.
1: Yeah. Now to dive into it. How many it? how many stars you give them, Michael? I'm giving them three stars. Here we go. Without okay, any so first it's two picks. Decent. For the picks that they had, it's decent. Yes, here we go. 2015 okay, third round pick Ty Montgomery. As we all know, Ty Montgomery. He's only 26 guys. I feel like this guy's been this guy has been in the league forever. He had he only had one year as a true wide receiver before transitioning into the running back that he became. Tremendous first couple of weeks in 2017 before an injury and really hasn't been able to put it together since. Uh, fifth round pick quarterback Brett Hundley trash. Uh, Round six, tight end Kennerd, Backman. I bet they wish num, they num, could num, take num, that num, pick, no, back, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. In 2016. <laughs> I'll try and do Pac Man. How's the pack? No 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 no, 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 no. no, it's not, really not, bad, right? Tim, you can you do Pac Man? Oh, that's better. No. Man.
0: What? I don't know, man. He
1: sounds like a crying dog. <laughs> In 2016.
0: Oh, oh, Oh you mean the Pac-Man like when he's eating Pac-Man, the Pac-Man yeah. like walk 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 There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like a walka walk
1: <laughs> walk 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 All right. Jeez Louise. So after 2015-2016, their only offensive pick, 5th round wide receiver Trevor Davis has never amounted to anything in the NFL. 2017 4th round pick Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams hmm. has been one of the best backups in the league since he entered the league. Sponge he's round. had at uh, least 650 yards in every season he's been in the league. So shout out Jamal Williams. He's been decent and has been solid when he's been starting as well in place of other
0: running backs. I was going to say, you you think he's a backup, but uh, their head coach doesn't necessarily think he's a backup. Fifth round he,
1: pick out of UTEP. Fortunate. Here he Aaron is. Aaron Jones. Studley pick here. True outlier so Aaron, when it comes. Go so ahead, Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams, same draft. Same draft class, yeah. Oh, and Jamal Williams was actually the higher pick. Uh, he's a stud top five running back last season, totaled over 1500 yards and 19 touchdowns. And now he's going to be a top 20 pick again this year in 2018, 2018 draft. Boy, was this funny round four, five and six. They chose Jermon Moore, Marcus Valdez, Scantling, and Equanimous St. Brown. Oh, Aquanimous. all these guys. A... Do you remember how hyped up these guys were? And it was like a hundred percent. One of them was going to step up and be nice. That Equanimous shit was so annoying. It, Oh, his family bro his family equinemius whatever man MVS Quantum. MVS has been <laughs> has been the best yeah, of the bunch anonymous he's not, not an even a person banana. anonymous <laughs> MVS has been the best of the bunch by far and he hasn't topped 600 yards or 3 touchdowns yet so I got to
0: say the equinemius St. brown not being good in the NFL is really disappointing because I saw I, I got hooked in because of his family. His his dad changed his name from Brown to St. Brown because he would look better at, at, as on at a football uniform. And he's literally been he married his wife because she was uh, an elite athlete and he wanted to create elite athletes. And crazy. and he they've been just living breathing football since they're like small. His father was a professional bodybuilder. Like you got the genes. You've got the, the parents. You got the, You went to Notre Dame. Like, what the fuck? What's, what's going on? Get your shit together, Equinemius.
1: What are you going to do? And then in 2019, third-round pick, tight end Jay Sternberger. You can't really judge Sternberger. tight ends. Uh, Sternberger could be good. He Maybe not. Who really knows at this point? And then sixth-round pick, Dexter Williams, the running back, who people thought for some reason was going to make an impact per usual. So, Man. based on the Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams picks, and Ty Montgomery kind of. They get three stars. This is despicable. Because can't a, can't a lot of them were systems.
0: I would say three stars is a little bit. You don't bit think of a, Aaron a Jones in
1: the fifth round is very, is weighed very heavily. Yo, that's true. That's there's true. like at least like 10, ten picks for every team. Hitting on one gives you three stars. They didn't have, I mean, they only had three, they had two third round picks, everything else fourth round or later. All right, they chose not to pick in the first or second round. They got three stars for the job that they did with the picks that they had.
0: Okay. Look! No, bullshit. Look, 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 look. I, uh, three stars, all right. I w- I would give it two stars personally, but who am I to judge? I'm just the Aaron Jones guy. What could I say? All right, I'm going to go next because I feel like it.
1: So I'm doing the mm-hmm. NFC South. Um, Tim's doing the North, right? I'm the, the North. The East. Tim's doing the East. And then the West is what we're sharing at the end. I was born end. in the darkness. So I'm going to start with my highest score of the day because I finished with the highest score last time with the Chiefs. The New Orleans Saints got a four and a half. They are power in quality. Man, That's see, not see what same. happens when you're good at drafting? The Chiefs, the Saints, this is a, say, the Chargers. I'm but. going based off of quality here. So I see your argument for the Packers, although I disagreed. Um, because in 2019, actually I'll start from 2015. 2015, not a good year. They drafted Garrett Grayson in the third round. That's pretty high Position. draft stock for a quarterback uh, that did not pan out. Cut him in 2016, went to Atlanta, then Denver, now free agent. In the seventh round, they drafted Marcus Murphy. Remember that name? He had 250 rushing yards for the Bills in 2018. He was actually a decent seventh round pick. He got injured. Now he's on the Panthers. Doesn't really play. 20- 20- to
0: Remember that name? Like we're supposed to remember a guy who
1: got 250 yards two years I, ago. I remember Murphy on the Bills. Yeah, he, I I, don't, I didn't necessarily recognize Marcus Murphy, seventh round pick of the Saints. I think he like started a game or something because yeah. of injuries. 2016 seventh round running back Daniel Lasco no longer in the league. 2016 second round wide receiver Michael Cleanthony Thomas. His middle no name is not that. Cleanthony. No, uh-huh. I don't know why I said Cleanthony. I got hyped when the Knicks drafted Cleanthony early. Anyway, know, yo,
0: one thing that I've learned I learned there's a plethora of Ohio State wide receivers that have not panned out in the NFL. And for some reason, they were all drafted in the NFC East, which we'll talk about in a second. But um, Michael, Thomas, Michael Thomas out of Ohio State. Out. let's We'll say he definitely panned out. Dude, Dude,
1: Terry McLaurin's in the NFC East. That panned he out. He averaged too. 107 yards per game last season. He had over 1,700 yards, 149 receptions, and, and nine sure. touchdowns.
0: Crazy, crazy. All
1: right, 2017, one pick, third round. Who was it? Mr. Studley Dudley, Alvin Kamara. My He's favorite never-
0: pick. That draft, even before, and I have the record to prove it on veterans minimum. I loved Alan Kamara. I remember, Kamara, yeah. Like out of ten, like I, am not a big, uh, I'm not a big college football watcher. But going into that draft, watching his clips from Tennessee, you're just like, yo, this guy can't be touched. He's a, he, it's ridiculous what he does on the field, and it, it translated. The beast of a volunteer.
1: Uh, we all know how good Alvin Kamara is. So those are two insane picks back to back. 2018, sixth round, running back. The Eagles, darling, Boston Scott. Mm. Drafted by the Saints in the sixth round. Mm. Uh, started two games last season. I had a yards per attempt over four. Third round in 2018, wide receiver Traquan Smith. Has mostly been useless, but he was pretty good at home his rookie season. Tra- then Ted Ginn kind of screwed him over. Tell what injuries last year. 2019, seventh-round pick tight end, Elise Mack. Did not play last year. Now he's on the Chiefs. They really that rounds it out for the Saints, so they don't pick many not offensive players. Yeah. They've been trying to get the defense going around Drew Brees, but when they do, they got Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara. So if you're getting two of the top guys in the league, that deserves a four and a half.
0: Agreed. Four and a half stars is. Uh, I'm cool with definitely, that. Definitely, yeah, I'm definitely cool with that too. I'm gonna go to a team that I surprisingly gave four stars to. Mm. That's the New York Gi- Giants.
1: The New York. The New York
0: Giants. Giants have a pretty uncanny ability to draft pretty good. Come on. Players, actually, particularly where they're. Think, let's think about it. Well, we'll go through it. Thinking because you guys, through. first of all, 2015, they didn't draft anyone except Jeremy Davis with a G in the sixth round. So Jeremy Davis, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, For 2016, first round wide receiver Sterling Shepard out of Oklahoma, who's been solid wide receiver when healthy. Averaging 54 yards per game in his career with 17 TDs in four years, eight of which came in his rookie season. He's been good when he's been on the field. In the fifth round... Running back Paul Perkins at UCLA. Um, Flashed a little something his rookie year, 4.1 yards per carry, um, 15 catches. Really struggled in the second year, though, when he took over the starting job, 2.2 yards per carry. Uh, Missed all of 2018 and then had 12 rushes for 29 yards with the Lions last season. Fun fact about Paul Perkins, yet to score a touchdown in his entire career. Um, Paul Perkins, the best story about Paul Perkins that we have is in our fantasy league. He was drafted in the fifth round one year by uh, one of our friends, Elias, and we will never let him forget it. That's not ever.
1: That's not it only, though. He went back-to-back
0: back with Paul Perkins and Fat Rob Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's move on to 2017, and this is where the hits start piling up. Um, in the first round, tight end Evan Ingram out of Mississippi. Now, we all know Injury problems have held him back, but he's a beast when he's on the field. He's been the exception every time you say tight ends suck in their rookie season. If you need to remember what his rookie season looked like, 64 catches, 115 targets, 722 yards and 6 TDs in his rookie year, beast rookie year. He's only started 14 games since his rookie year, though, so um, this could be a dud at the end of the day. But so far, it looks like Evan Ingram, talent-wise, has everything he needs to be a perennial tight end one. Um, In the third round, I got Davis Webb Three teams in three seasons with no stats And in the fifth round, a pretty solid guy Wayne Gallman. Solid backup, injury replacement, waiver pickup guy Um, Put up 24 points in his only start Before he went down Two after Saquon Barkley went down Um, Man, spending 75 fab On Wayne Gallman Was probably (laughs) one of the reasons why I didn't win Um, 2018, they draft Saquon Barkley uh have to talk about Saquon that much. Finishes the number one fantasy running back in his rookie season. Last year, finished RB10 despite missing three games and coming back way too early from an Achilles injury. Then in 2019, in the first round, they pick up Daniel Jones, who had a very up-and-down rookie season but looks like a promising player. Four games of 28 points of ho- or higher, but also four games of 12 points or lower. So super hit or miss for Daniel Jones. And then the fifth round. Darius Slayton out of Auburn. Talk about a home run pick in the fifth round. He has good chemistry with Daniel Jones. Finished as the wide receiver thirty-five this season. Um, I, wide receiver thirty-five might not sound like a lot, but if you put it into perspective, he finished above guys like um, Asante. I was about to say Asante Samuel, Curtis Samuel, uh, Larry Fitzgerald, Mike Williams, Robbie Anderson. He had five games of double-digit points, including two explosion games of twenty-nine plus. Uh, like I said, inconsistent, but 740 yards in ATDs in his rookie season out of the fifth round. Glorious. And on top of that, there's no real number one in his team to speak of. Um, you got Sterling Shepard and Golden Tate, who are both more like um, possession type, underneath guys from the slot. Uh, so he was really that guy getting all the coverage, and he was still and he was still doing it. So. You took a look, take a look at Daniel Jones, Darius Slayton, Saquon Barkley, Evan Ingram, Wayne Gallman, Sterling Shepard. That's a pretty good haul for the Giants in the last five years, and that's why I'm giving them four stars.
1: Yeah, not bad. All right, I'll take it. It's
0: my turn. It's
1: my turn. We are moving on over from the Green Bay Packers to their division rivals, the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings get three and a half stars. Here we go. Really? I'm, yes. I'm interested about this one because Stefan Diggs. Yeah, Stefan Diggs is is good. He's great. But you'll see that that's not all good things. All right, so in 2015, fifth-round pick, tight end Michael Pruitt. That didn't work out, but fifth-round pick, Stefan Diggs. What a pick Stefan Diggs was in the fifth round for the Vikings. Solid. Has surpassed 700 yards receiving every year in the league, including the back-to-back years over 1,000. Now headed to Buffalo, but what a pick for the fifth round. 2016. I guess you could switch this guy and Stefan Diggs. First-round pick, Laquan Treadwell. Yikes. 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 Treadwell's career high is 302 Ugh. yards. 302 through four season. Sixth-round pick, wide receiver, Moritz Beringer. You remember him? The guy they drafted out of Germany. Wow. Yeah. He's like a special teams guy. Never really did anything on offense. Tight end, David Morgan the second Also has not uh, done anything. 2017, second-round pick, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook's a stud now that he's finally stayed healthy. Surpassed 1,600 yards last year and scored 13 times. Fifth-round pick, wide receiver Rodney Adams. Who? Sixth-round pick, tight end Bucky Hodges. Who? Seventh-round pick, wide receiver Stacy Coley. Who? Bucky Hodges is a fun name. Bucky Hodges is a fun name. I think he should start playing better because we need that. In 2018, fifth-round pick, tight end Tyler Conklin. More of a blocking guy. Doesn't really... Get too many passes. Jack Conklin's brother? I don't know. It's a good question. Fifth-round pick, kicker Daniel Carlson. They spent a fifth-round pick on a kicker in 2018. That's not their kicker anymore. It's Jake Elliott all over again. (laughs) Seventh-round pick, wide receiver Dylan Mitchell. Who's that? Beats me. And here we go. Seventh-round pick, Bisi Johnson. He was a seventh-rounder? Yeah. He scored three touchdowns last season. Looked like he could be decent, so not too bad. 2019, second-round pick, Irv Smith Jr. We're very excited for Irv Smith Jr.'s potential. Only 20, He's only going to be 22 when the season starts, and 311 yards and two touchdowns as a rookie doesn't sound like much, but for a tight end, it's not bad. And third-round pick, Alexander Madison, who looked decent in his opportunities, What's too. What's your name, man? They get three-and-a-half stars for Stephon Diggs and Dalvin Cook, but there are a lot of misses mixed in there, too. But the thing that stuck out to me the most for the Minnesota Vikings, guys, through those five drafts, they completed 34 trades. What Do you know how many times their damn picks were moved around? It was insane. I I don't remember the Vikings trading that much, but they just traded and traded and traded all through all five of those drafts. Yikers. But they get three and a half stars, slightly better than their division rivals, the Green Bay Packers. Uh, all right i'm moving on in the nfc south uh we're going with the atlanta falcons with the score of three Hmm. okay so they've shown out decently well but nothing too crazy it's a lot of it's a lot of threes let's just go with that um 2015 fourth round they draft wide receiver justin hardy Still on the team. Catches touchdowns and just breaks hearts of fantasy. Catches players. a random pass every now and then, career highs, two hundred twenty one yards in a season. Third round pick though, running back Tevin Coleman. Mm. Uh he's a three if you ever saw one. Five seasons in he surpassed a thousand yards once. Decent pass catcher. When he's been pushing to a bigger role, he has never really impressed. He's he's a three. Uh, moving on, 2016, round seven, wide receiver Devin Fuller got injured and never played. Unfortunate. Third round, tight end Austin Hooper just cashed out going to Cleveland. Last season was his first year with more than 660 yards and four touchdowns. So someone I'm still not sold on. But so, well, I mean, tight ends take some time to develop.
0: Yeah, man, I I think you could be sold on This was 2016,
1: 2016, 17, 18, 19. He broke out in his fourth year. He was good in his third year, too. We'll see. 2017, fifth-round tight end Eric Selbert. Seven career catches, played for the Bears last year. Fifth-round running back Brian Hill. uh, Benefited from Ito Smith's injury last season. All right, player, 4.1 yards per attempt. Nothing to write home about, though. 2018, sixth-round wide receiver Russell Gage. Nice second year leap, 49 446 and 1 from Good a sixth round wide receiver. Nice jump there. Fourth round running back Edo Smith, uh actually named Romarius Smith, was injured last season That's after a decent deal, chance. Though. That's for chain, real. No, 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 it's not a His name is Romarius Smith, I nicknamed Edo. You went with Klee Anthony earlier, so I didn't know. Yeah, if I don't know. Uh he was injured last season, so that was unfortunate, but who knows what he could be? Probably not much more than Brian Hill. And then 2018 is their best pick so far, first-round pick wide receiver Calvin Ridley, although I believe he is still a little overrated. He's been good his first two seasons. 64 catches, 821 yards, and 10 touchdowns, followed by 63 catches, 866 yards, and 7 touchdowns. Seems like he has a role in that offense. We'll see if it goes up with Austin Hooper out the door. I, too, am shocked at Calvin Ridley's love in the fantasy community. I also agree that he's good, but some people, like, are going hard for him.
0: To, it is to be said that he's much better without Austin Hooper last year, so there is something to be said about that and maybe his uh, production going up next year.
1: Yeah, we'll see. Although they did trade for Hayden Hurst to fill that void. And then in 2019, 6th round wide receiver Marcus Green never played for the Falcons, currently on the Eagles. And then 5th round, they go for a running back for the third year in a row, not saying much about Brian Hill and Edo Smith. Draft Quadre Allison, who only had 22 rushes for 50 yards but found the end zone four times. Yes, he did. He um, so... With Tevin Coleman, Calvin Ridley, Russell Gage looking kind of decent, Austin Hooper, I'm giving them a three.
0: Uh, that's fair. Fun. I think I think it's a little too much, um, but we'll see. Um, my, my my next team: team tight end is... one, wide
1: receiver one,
0: uh, wide receiver two, running back two. All a right. Three. Uh, I give three stars as well to the Eagles. Um, I, the reason I gave them three stars Eagle. is because they've, they've either hit big time or they've missed big time, and let's go. Let's go over it. Um, in 2015, Nelson Aguilar, wide receiver at the USD, has not lived to that first round pick status, but did finish as the wide receiver 22 in 2017. That year he had 768 yards and eight touchdowns. But, I mean, that's wide receiver 22, yikes. Yeah, he, I mean, he's on the Ravens. I mean, the Raiders now, the Las Vegas Raiders. So, um, eh.
1: nailed it. Yeah. yeah. In
0: 2016, they had a home run with Carson Wentz at the North Dakota State. A stud he's on the field, sky's the limit for him. In the fifth round, they get Wendell Smallwood, who's proven he was a quality waiver pickup um, for a couple years there but fell off the map with the Redskins last season. In 2017, they went double wide receiver in the fourth and fifth round and went um, wide receiver uh, out of North Carolina, Matt Collins in the fourth round. Struggled, even though he got his opportunity last year, 10 out of 10 catches for on 23 targets and 125 yards. In the fifth round, wide receiver Shelton Gibson out of West Virginia, three receptions for 59 yards in his career. Um in 2018, they only had one pick, but it was a good one. In the second round, they drafted tight end Dallas Goddard out of South Dakota State. Uh finished as a tight end 10 last year, despite being on the same team as the tight end five. Zach Ertz physically, he has all the tools you need 6'5", 256 an absolute beast. Um Targeted 87 times last year, 58 catches, 607 yards, five touchdowns. He looks like the sky's the limit for him as well. Last year, one big hit, one big miss. The big hit was in the second round with Miles Sanders at a Penn State. He has the makings of a stud. I already went over this, but in, uh, finished the year with 71 points in week 15 and 16, so won some people some championships. Really shined without Jordan Howard in, but was even good with Jordan Howard. RB 15 overall in his rookie season. He's a dual threat, which makes him um, even better. Listen to these. Listen to these numbers: 179 rushes for 808 yards. That's over five yards a carry, and 50 receptions for 509 yards, six total TDs, an absolute stud beast um, in the making. In Miles Sanders, and in the third round, they take JG ortega Whiteside. Now, I'm not saying that he doesn't have any um, any type of you know potential, but he struggled in his rookie season, only caught 10 receptions, kind of like Matt Collins did last year for 20 on 22 targets, despite seeing a bunch of playing time. So, yeah, you
1: guys uh, like Greg Ward. Was doing the work.
0: A couple notes there. Number one,
1: good job on saying Arthega. Number two, you know, it seems uh, like the Eagles should just stick to drafting guys out of Dakota State. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> Wentz from <laughs> north and got it from oh. south. What the fuck?
0: Exactly. exactly. Hey, shout out to their to their scouting department, which was run by the one and only
1: Joe Douglas, baby. Hey yo. Hey. I think three stars make sense for them there. Yeah, you know, hit or miss. Hit or yeah. miss. So right in the middle. Schmidemista. Moving on to the third team in the NFC North here, folks. <laughs> <One> <laughs> and the half stars goes to the Chicago Bears. Because boy have they sucked with their opportunities. <laughs> here we go. 2015 first round pick, Kevin White. Oh. Guys, Kevin White is 27.
0: Ugh. He was Yo, drafted really...
1: old. He was drafted as a 23
0: year old. You can't really blame the Bears for the fact that that guy can't stay healthy. He had all the physical tools. I mean, you could blame him, but... He was also drafted old. Like It, w- it wasn't like
1: there was no risk involved. Talking about drafting old, man. Joe Burrow's 23, and he wasn't even good until his last year in college. Why does I no one care. talk about that this? Guy, that guy's going to be great. People talk right. about him. Joe Burrow's going
0: to be great, Brim. We'll, we'll talk about this in a different yeah. shout episode. Out to, shout out to Brett Coleman, who's going to be a guest on the podcast this summer. His scouting report on Joe Burrow really opens your eyes to what he can do on the field and how he reads the field. And he's just, he's just intellectually uh, a level above everybody else. And that's why he, that's why he improved. Not because he has the physical gifts. It's because it clicked. All right. Fourth round pick, Jeremy Langford.
1: Remember when Jeremy Langford was like a fourth, fifth round pick and he fizzled out. So very bad. 2015, 2016. Here we go. The one shining star fifth round pick Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard was a great pick. Solid. He get. doesn't fit the current NFL style of play very well, but he gets the job done when he's handed the rock. He was a pro bowler his rookie season. Ran for over 1,300 yards and six TDs. Shout out, Jordan Howard. Ran for over 1,000 yards in next season, too. Has not been as productive the last couple of seasons, but he's in Miami this year. So far, lined up to be the number one running back. So let's see. Wide receiver in the seventh round, Daniel Braverman. Don't know who that is. 2017 first round pick Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, here comes Tim. Look, Mitchell Trubisky that, had a good had a good sophomore year, and he was usable as a fantasy asset most of the season. But has otherwise been a super super volatile, but mo- mostly on the bad side fantasy quarterback. Last season, he was the QB 26, despite playing in 15 games. There was not a single quarterback with 15 games started that was lower than he was. And six quarterbacks ahead of him played in less games than he did, including Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton had more points than Mitch
0: Trubisky, and he wasn't even starting. I will say to make matters worse, and it's not helping me here, um, the quarterbacks drafted after him in the first round that year, Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. Yes. Second-round pick, Adam
1: Shaheen. Shaheen was hyped up for quite some time. Uh, but he can't stay healthy and has really done nothing. 127 yards is his career high right now. Fourth round pick Terry Cohen. This is a solid mid round pick, but Cohen was considerably worse last season compared to uh, prior seasons, like especially last season, like shockingly bad. His yards per attempt on the ground dropped from four and a half to three point three, and his yards per receptions, yards per reception dropped from ten point two to five point eight, which is disgusting. He went from 71 receptions and 725 yards in 2018 to 79 receptions for 456 yards. Blah. Seems like he's fallen out of favor there. 2018 second round pick, Anthony Miller. Look, when is it too early to say that Anthony Miller has been a bust for Chicago so what? far? What? So far. What? I understand. Stop. Oh, Anthony Miller, so good when he plays. So good when he plays. He's about to be 26 years old, right? He was drafted as a 24 year old. Another guy who was drafted old and he can't stay healthy. So. He's 26, bruh. You need to be able to stay on the field.
0: It's his third season. Yes. He's 26. But you need to be able to stay on the field. Bruh.
1: He has not been a great fantasy asset.
0: He scored, what, six touchdowns in his rookie season?
1: Look, Tim. All he I'm saying—he was saying, injured all year last man, year. And touchdowns. Give the man a chance. Volatile. Right,
0: yo, I'm not saying he's a fantastic
1: fantasy player, but to call him a bus, it's ridiculous. I said, when Honest. is it too soon to say he may be considered a bus? Now, now is too soon. It's way too many qualifiers in that statement.
0: <laughs> <laughs> seventh Thanks round is wide you. receiver Thanks Javon. Lawyer,
1: juice, son. <laughs> Javon Wims <laughs> does a uh, kick returning, but that's about it. 2019 third round pick David Montgomery. Montgomery had some of the most boring stats of all time last season. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, he just didn't really look very good. And he's either gonna have to really improve or learn how to catch a football if he wants to be a good fantasy option in the coming years. Fourth round pick, Riley Ridley. Riley Ridley was like Yuck. he was widely known as like a bad prospect by like the majority of people. And he was drafted in the fourth round. Obviously he didn't have an impact last year. Seven running back Kareth White Jr. who ended up on Pittsburgh. So maybe I'm a bit too harsh with one and a half stars, but they had such good they spent so much draft capital on players. First round picks, second round picks, third round picks. And Jordan Howard in the fifth round was the only one that's really been a hit. Yeah. You're you're being too nice, honestly. They so I get one and a half stars. They deserve half. Uh I guess surprising. Solid options here. I'm giving a four to my next team, guys. The idiotic team that just signed Teddy Bridgewater. Whoa. Carolina Panthers are very good at drafting. I get I uh I see a bunch of these names in my head. Let it's, me explain. Solid. Here's here's some good stuff right here. You're gonna want to listen to this. You're gonna want to listen to this. 2015 fifth round running back, Cameron Artis Payne. The uh Cameron Artist handcuff painter. Yo, now that people say Cap so much. Maybe it's a New York thing. Maybe it's around the world. Man, Cameron Artis Payne, if he was drafted this year, people would have so much fun with that.
0: Why? Cameron Artis Payne.
1: C-A-P, CAP. CAP, no cap. Uh-uh.
0: Uh-uh.
1: Second round in 2015. Get a load of this. Get a load of this. This explains why he sucks, I guess. Tight end, Devin Funches. Tight end. Mm. He was drafted as a tight end. He played tight end his first year in college. <laughs> transitioned to wide receiver and he was drafted as a tight end serious he became a wide receiver in carolina his best season ever was 63 880 and 8 surpassed 500 yards one other time besides that now he's on green bay where he's probably gonna get overdrafted but devin funchers was drafted as a tight end um in the second round he had a couple of decent seasons so whatever 2016 seventh round tight end bo sandland Tell me that ain't a great name. name. How do these people with these names not end up being good? Went from Carolina to Green Bay to Arizona. No idea who he is. 2017, guys. Seventh round pick, kicker Harrison Butker. Wow, Chiefs great. Was waived before he ever played a game for them. Signed a five-year $20 million deal for the Chiefs last people year. People suck at evaluating kicker talent. I mean, to, oh, Apparently to be- not when they draft it, but then they just let them go.
0: To be fair, um, it's really hard to evaluate kickers. Yeah. What are you really looking at? Do you make them or you don't? But, but Ricardo. A seventh Aguayo. rounder.
1: Solid pick there. Oh, we're we're gonna hear about Ricardo Aguayo at some <laughs> we point are. today. Yeah. Uh <laughs> 2017 second round pick, wide receiver Curtis Samuel. Six hundred twenty seven yards last season, most he's ever had. He's used all over the formation. Decent player. Second round pick? Yeah. I didn't oh. even know he was drafted that high. So he hasn't been too productive for a second rounder, but he's been he's been good. He's been good enough. First round in twenty seventeen, Christian McCaffrey. If I need to remind you, he had twenty three hundred yards, one hundred sixteen receptions, and nineteen touchdowns last season. Who's that again? And he's a running. Never guy. heard of that guy. Twenty eighteen, another decent draft. Uh, fourth round, Ian Thomas. He started three games last season with seven eighty and one in those. So not great, but he was also working with Kyle Allen and stuff. We'll see um, him have more
0: opportunities now with Greg Olson gone. He's been he was good without Greg Olson. I'm going to say now that Greg Olson's gone, let's let's what happens if Greg Olson signed somewhere right or is he retired Seahawks Seahawks yeah I I thought so all right good
1: first round that year wide receiver DJ Moore nailed it uh 87 1175 and four last season great season big jump his second year that's a nice studly pick there and then 2019 not so good wide receiver Terry Godwin never played fun fact in the seventh round sorry Terry Godwin was a part of the Demarius Thomas trade uh Fifth-round running back, Jordan Scarlett, had four rush attempts last season. Why waste a fifth-round pick with Christian McCaffrey? And then third-round pick quarterback, Will Greer, who went 0-2 in last season with zero touchdowns and four interceptions. So CMC, Ian Thomas, DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, Devin Funches, Harrison Butker. Solid four for the Panthers. Not bad. Yeah. Harrison, not, Butker. Not bad, not
0: bad. Harrison Butker.
1: Harrison <laughs> Butker.
0: Um, I'm going to go to a team where you don't have to really wonder why they've been so bad. The Redskins one star. Um, they've been horrible. Get ready for some busts. Um, in 2015, they had one good pick, and that was Jamison Crowder in the fourth round out of Duke. He's one of the premier slot players in the league, but injuries have gotten in the way of him being the best he can. Last year, he had his best year, and it wasn't with the Redskins; it's with the Jets. 833 yards and six TDs is Sam Darnold's favorite um, receiver, but sandwiched in between of Matt Jones. Florida running back who had some decent games who but never caught on. And sixth round, Evan Spencer out of Ohio State. Um never made the team out of the NFL, out of the NFL out of one year with the Buccaneers. In 2016, their first round pick, wide receiver Josh Doxon, out of TCU. Absolute bust. Current jet. Um, never more than 532 yards in a season, eight TDs in his four seasons. In the sixth round, Nate Suffeld, Indiana quarterback, was drafted. Uh, won a ring with the Eagles, for whatever that's worth. <laughs> 2017, in the fourth round, Samaji Pirine at Oklahoma. Never really played well in the, in the NFL and is out of the league now. In the fifth round, tight end Jeremy Sprinkle out of Arkansas. Last year was his best season. Caught 26 balls for 241 yards and a touchdown. Um, to note, though, to begin the year, he was third in the tight end depth chart. As of right now, he looks like the starter going into this season, so we'll be able to see what else he can do. A little bit of sixth a sprinkle. Round, say it again? A little bit of a sprinkle on that offense. A little sprinkle. Um, Sixth round, wide receiver Roger, Robert Davis out of Georgia State has been a non-factor. In 2018, running back Darius Geis out of LSU cannot stay healthy for anything. Um, In the seventh round, wide receiver Trey Quinn out of SMU. Got to love the short little white guys who make their way on the field just because they're tough, but 273 <laughs> career yards. Um, last year was probably their best draft just because they got Terry McLaurin in the third round. Um, he was a home run pick in the third round. Wide receiver 20 in his rookie year, despite the fact that it was a revolving door at QB. They had one of the worst offensive lines. They had a rookie quarterback that did not play well. 90, 58 uh, catches on 93 targets. 919 yards and 7 TDs. Scary Carey had himself a season. Their first round pick, obviously, Dwayne Haskins out of Ohio State. Jury's still out on him, but was not exactly impressive his rookie season, although he did look better later. In the fourth round, they took another injured, injury-prone running back, Bryce Love, out of Stanford. Now, a lot of people were talking about him being a second-round value, but he hurt himself. So uh, the jury's still out on him. He missed the entire year last year. And in the sixth round, Kelvin Harmon at NC State, 30 catches for 365 yards last season, not bad for a sixth-round rookie, but one star for the skins for drafting Terry McLaurin and and Jameson Crowder, but all the rest have been absolute busts so far.
1: Kelvin Harmon was crazy. Like, some people had Kelvin Harmon ranked as their number one wide receiver, and then he went in the sixth round. Some of these dynasty guys and Hakeem Butler, mm-hmm. and they both dropped like a sixth round, pretty
0: nuts. I remember Michael, you were really high in Hakeem Butler. He was not, not I at all. Hated Hakeem Butler. Butler. I was high in Hakeem. Oh, Harry. you hated him? Oh, you were high in Kill Harry? Yeah. yeah. There, that that makes more sense.
1: Let's head to Detroit. We got two stars for Detroit, which honestly, <laughs> there's only one pick really that makes me give him two stars. So let's dive in, shall we? Is it carry-on? No, it's... Shh, 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 no, how carry would it be carry-on? On. He's yeah. not anything. Gallaudi. It's Gallaudi. Go ahead. Shut your whore mouth. 2015. <laughs> 2015 second-round pick, Amir Abdullah. Abdullah yeah. had a decent rookie season where Abdullah. he totaled over 700 yards, but since then he hasn't stayed healthy or productive. Last season he was the running back three for Minnesota. Diablum Gata. In 2016, round six quarterback Jake Rudok. And then in round seven, running back Dwayne Washington. He's uh, stuck around as a safety back for some time there. 2017, third round pick, Babytron Kenny Galladay. Galladay's been a stud. Back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons, 11 touchdowns last year. Another one of those guys that was drafted old. He's going to be 27 when the season starts, so it's good that he panned out for them. Fourth-round pick, tight end, Michael Roberts. He had a little bit of hype after, like, one good game, and that never really amounted to anything. How does he spell Michael? Like me, Hmm. I suppose. I don't know. I just wrote Michael Roberts. Sixth-round pick, (laughs) quarterback, Brad Kaya. Also did not amount to much. 2018, they really didn't spend that many picks on offense over these years. Second-round pick, on Johnson. Look, on Johnson's been decent, but not overly productive when he's on the field. Some people may say even... A little underwhelming. And he hasn't been able to stay healthy for the first two years in the league. So not really a great pick there at the moment. And then 2019, first-round pick TJ Hawkinson. I love me some Hawk. You can't really judge tight ends after one year. But he was decent last season. Had that huge week one. Excited to see what happens this year with him. Sixth-round pick, wide receiver Trav- Travis Fulgham, who didn't play much. Sixth-round pick, running back Ty Johnson, who... We remember the Ty Johnson sweepstakes that didn't amount to anything. Because, oh, my uh, God. Who is the running back that ended up? Bo Scarborough ended up just signing and taking over. Fun fact,
0: Bo Scarborough
1: will be featured later in my uh, the uh Dallas Cowboys. In my thing. Seventh round pick, Isaac Nauta beats me, who Isaac Nauta is. Hmm. So they get two stars here because of Kenny Galladay. But it's a little generous. Really, Amir Abdullah in the second round, on Johnson in the second
0: round. I think on Johnson still has a, still has superstar potential. I really do. I want to say superstar. I'm not. I I've he never can,
1: been a huge on Johnson guy. So and he, now he's not he, staying healthy
0: either. He broke off five yards of carry in his rookie season. That's not an easy thing to do. And he can catch. I think if he stays healthy, health is a big factor. And if he yeah. doesn't stay healthy, then he's a bust. But if he's healthy, I like I like what I see out of on. I also like T.J. Hawkinson. So we'll see how
1: that goes. But The Lions get two stars. I'm going to follow you up with another two-star performance. Maybe a little surprising because there's a lot of names you'll recognize for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but they only deserve a two. They're not very good. Uh, They definitely pick offensive players. 2015 sixth-round, Kalen Clay, special teamer, mostly recently on the Giants. Fifth-round pick, Kenny Bell, never played. First-round pick in 2015, quarterback, famous Jameis Jabu Winston. Uh, He failed to eat that many W's in... Buck in Tampa Bay lost his job to Fitz a couple of years ago led the league in yards and and interceptions last season and now no one wants him Yeah, so, but
0: I, I mean with that all said though, he got a lot of people some fantasy W's during this time. I disagree
1: He was basically a streamer at best his entire career until last season Did you
0: not remember last year? If you were James starting ter- either Jameis or Fitz, Fitz. You had the number one quarterback Yes, but that was the problem He was sitting half the games what the fuck He's good in fantasy, but he just sucks in real life. That's why he's sitting. Also,
1: quarterback isn't that important. You can just stream. So I'm not giving them that much credit for Mr. Doodoo Butter. Um, 2016, one offensive pick, if you want to call it that, second-round pick, Roberto Aguayo. Went 22 <laughs> for 31 and disappeared. The Bucks traded Hard. up for that pick. They traded into the second round to draft Roberto Aguayo. <sighs> oh, my God. That's
0: 2017.
1: Running back Jeremy McNichols played special teams for Jacksonville last season. Third-round pick wide receiver Chris Godwin. That's a steal right there. Great mm. third-round pick. Nice. 1,333 yards and nine touchdowns last season. That's their best pick by far. First round that season, tight end O.J. Howard. Honestly, he's never lived up to his potential. He always has a lot of yards per reception when he's on the field, record-setting numbers, but now he's going to be sent somewhere else. So He needs a fresh
0: start. It's still I'm wait excited. and see for O.J. Howard. I'm excited for O.J. Howard to get a fresh start.
1: 2018 took wide receiver Justin Watson. Uh, Cool. In the The, fifth uh, round.
0: The infamous Justin Watson. Yes. Um, (laughs)
1: Second round running back Ronald Jones. Struggled his rookie year. Decent volume base back, according to Bob Lung's consistency guide, uh, at the end of last season, but still never shined too much. We'll see this season.
0: Yes, ma'am, what Bob Lung's consistency guide is cooking.
1: Uh, I expected worse. Uh, 2019 <laughs> sixth round pick, Scotty Miller. Again. All right. Don't tell Scotty. So that's a two for the Bucs. A lot of names you'll recognize for some reason. People like to talk about the books, but What was
0: Mike Evans, 14?
1: Uh, I'm not sure. Not here. 2013 hmm. or 14. My right. fun fact for the Saints was that uh, Brandon Cooks was 2014. Hmm. First round pick. Hmm. I
0: don't
1: really know how to grade Brandon Cooks. So, yeah, Tim,
0: you're up. All right. The rare five-star team is up. What? And that five-star what team, team the resides in Dallas. Oh. Um, in 2015, they only spent one pick in the seventh round. Tight end Jeff Swaim, who, listen, for a seventh-round pick, has had a pretty good career. <laughs> yeah, not bad so, for a seventh-round yeah, pick. So, not bad for a seventh-round pick. 2016, this was the Grand Slam home run draft. Of course, as you know, Zeke in the first round. Has been, has been an RB1 all four years he's been in the league, either between overalls number two and number nine. In the fourth round, quarterback Dak Prescott out of Mississippi State. He's been a QB1 all four years in the league. Overall, two last year was his second best finish. His lowest finish was 11. So even as a rookie, he was the QB11. Fourth round pick, that's, man, crazy. That's the big Grand Slam draft in 2016. In 2017, again, no big names here, but... Uh, Wide receiver, Ryan Switzer out of North Carolina. Good kick returner, punt returner for the Steelers right now. Uh, In the seventh round, Noah Brown out of Ohio State. Um, Nine receptions and 87 yards his whole career. Um, Let's go over to 2018. In the third round, wide receiver out of Colorado State, Michael Michael Gallup. Physically has all the skills and looks like a superstar in the making. And last year, he really shined. 66 catches on 113 targets, 1107 yards and six touchdowns. He finishes the wide receiver 22, and that is just the beginning. Um, the fourth round, wide, tight end Dalton Schultz out of Binghamton in Utah, non-factor. Uh, fifth round, QB Mike White out of Western Kentucky has yet to play a snap, but is currently on the Jets. And uh, sixth round, wide receiver Cedric, Cedric Wilson out of Boise State had five career catches. And then in 2019, they only had one pick in the – in the um in their draft on offense and that was running back Tony Pollard in the fourth round out of Memphis. Mm. Look, fifth fourth round pick. Speed Demon looks like he has a bright future. Five point five point two yards per carry in his rookie year. He can catch the ball too, fifteen carries for 107 yards. Fun fact he was actually a wide receiver in Memphis. So he you know he could catch the ball. So when you're drafting if, if you in the last five years, when you've drafted Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, um Michael Gallup and Tony Pollard, you're getting five stars. Also, I I forgot to mention, oh, how did I forget this? In 2018, seventh-round pick, running back, Bo Scarborough out of Atlanta, who rushed 89 times for the Lions last year, uh, 4.2 yards per carry, and has a great name. Bo Scarborough sounds like someone who should be a running back who played at Alabama, and he was. Or for a mean machine. Uh, So there you go, Bo Scarborough. uh, Look, for a seventh-round pick, Dude is pretty good. So, Cowboys, good job. All right. Yeah, I mean, you giving a, yeah. a little Bob too much left man. to Bo Scarborough Yeah, Bo here.
1: Scarborough, uh, let's put to the side real quick. But shout out for seventh Dak.
0: Seventh round pick, though. For Dak Zeke. Man. All right, man. <laughs> you guys yeah. are like, yeah, Jeff Swaim's pretty good for seventh round pick. And then someone who actually has stats. Because no, Jeff, Swaim, Jeff Swaim's had a better
1: career. Yeah, he was on Dallas playing. Like, Bo Scarborough was a Jeff guy. Jeff Swaim
0: has... Last yards in his career on free and agency Scarborough and stuff. And Bar- yeah, but Jeff Swain is a game. fun name. Yeah,
1: that's soda Scarborough. And he spells oh, and all so, kind of. And is. Is not. And he spells Jeff cool like Jeff
0: Jenkins, the former mean baseball. Mean machine. <laughs> all right, boys <laughs> and girls, Jeff, Jeff. Jeff Jenkins. Jeff Jenkins, the Brewers. Jeff Jenkins and um Jeremy Bernitz. Yo, <laughs> steroid, steroid city, baby. We are headed to Los Angeles. To slash Los.
1: Slash St. Louis for the Rams.
0: We are now covering that st- FC West.
1: Guys, I am giving the Rams four and a half stars here. Solid deal. Let's dive in. 2015 first round pick Todd Gurley. Todd stud, 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 stud. Just in case you forgot how good Todd Gurley was in 2017, guys. 2,000 yards and 19 touchdowns. Actually, it doesn't sound that good anymore because of Christian McCaffrey. But And then in 2018, 1,800 yards and 21 touchdowns. Even last year, 1,000 yards and 14 touchdowns, despite all the worries about what's happening with Gurley. Third-round pick QB, Sean Mannion. He didn't do much. Six-on-six six, wide receiver, Bud Sasser. Nice name, Bud, but not so sassy. 2016, first-round pick, Jared Goff. Jared Goff's been a decent QB Go for option. Goff of Goff. Uh, basically since his sophomore season. Not great, but decent. He's basically always a low-end QB1 at the end uh, of the season. Fourth-round pick, Tyler Higby. Mm. Tyler Higby, the breakout kind of came a little late, but he was tight end one overall over the last five weeks last season. They signed him to a nice extension, too. Tyler Higby is a very interesting guy going forward, and now it's looking like a pretty solid pick there. Fourth-round pick, Farrow Cooper. Not much of a wide receiver, but a very solid uh, kick-returning option. and all-pro there. Sixth-round pick, tight end, Merrick Hemingway, a guy who should be good. Now, based that on his is name. a name. Yep. Tamaric, Tamaric Hemingway. Tamaric Hemingway. Yeah. Yo, real quick story. Ah, uh, here we go. It's hilarious. <laughs> Tim, old man in the sea. You're an English major. I mean, not—yeah, you're an English, English. Hemingway. Ernest uh, Hemingway. Was a journalism yes.
0: major and a creative writing major, yeah. but okay. Exactly. That's what sea, I meant. Ernest Hemingway. Old man in
1: the sea, Ernest Hemingway. We're in high school— We had to write a book report. Of course, we used Sparknotes. All right,
0: freshman year.
1: Let's get that right, all right? (laughs) So we used Sparknotes, didn't actually read the book. Michael goes to me, yo, I'm about to submit this, but since you're here, you want to read it? I'm like, sure. I read it. It's a fine paper, whatever. And then I see on the top, Michael Petropolis, The Old Man in the Sea by R.E. Hemingway. (laughs) I was like, who the fuck is R.E. Hemingway? So what are you talking about? It's R.E. Hemingway. (laughs) Like, dude, I'm pretty sure his name is not R.E. Hemingway. So, Michael just made up R.E. from his mind and almost submitted the paper like that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I've ever called or seen anyone called R.E. in the past. But, yeah, R.E. Hemingway. But, yeah, Tamaric Hemingway did not pan out. Sixth round pick, wide receiver. Unfortunately for the Rams, a different version. Mike Thomas. (laughs) This Mike Thomas did not quite pan out. I could not find any information on the damn guy because the other Mike Thomas always came up. So I was looking for something about him. In 2017, second-round pick, Gerald Everett. Everett has also been a decent tight end option, uh, but it looks like Higby kind of took over now. uh, Cooper—excuse me, third-round pick, Cooper Cup. Solid drafting. In the third-round pick, Cooper Cup has been a stud and a half when healthy— Eleven hundred and ten last season was the was the wide receiver overall one through the first half before injuries and such. Fourth round pick Josh Reynolds. Josh Reynolds has also been decent when given the chance. It looks like he's going to be able to step into the role this year with Brandon Cooks gone. In 2018, only pick running back John Kelly, who's done nothing, and then in 2019, only pick third round pick Daryl Henderson, who looks like he'll have his shot at the role. Of starting QB, excuse me, running started, back for the Rams. I Unless, saw Daryl
0: Henderson go th- in the third round of a best ball draft this week, and I don't know. I don't know about that. That's pretty crazy. I mean, compared to last
1: year when he was going <laughs> in the third round for no reason. Yeah. Yeah, Not that's true. <laughs> so, I mean, we got Todd Gurley, Jared Goff, Tyler Higby, Gerald Everett, Cooper Cup, Josh Reynolds, Daryl Henderson. They get four and a half stars. Solid drafting. Yeah, solid drafting. All right, my last one of the day brings us to the desert, Arizona Cardinals. Two. I wanted to give them higher, but they deserve a two. They only had one good pick because the jury's still out on the guy, the only good guy from last year. So let's see. 2015, fifth round, J.J. Nelson. On Oakland now had four catches last season, so never really panned out. Uh, yeah, but I mean, nah. He was always his right? he potential. He's just speedster.
0: He'll open up the field. He's yeah. never done anything. He's catch said fifth round, though, right? Fourth whatever. Ground, hit mean, four catches last season. What do you want from the guy? You yeah. can't say whatever on on that fourth round makes a difference. Fifth,
1: third round pick in 2015, their best pick in the last five years. David Johnson. Although they also ran the guy to the ground. Um, let's not forget his 2016 season, where he had 1,239 rushing yards, 16 touchdowns. 879 receiving yards, four touchdowns. Ridiculous season. CMC yeah. before CMC. 2016, they did not draft an up op- op- offensive player. And then 2017, fifth-round running back TJ Logan, special teamer for Tampa now. Wider- third-round wide receiver Chad Williams. He's on wow. Indy He's now. He's a third-round pick? Yeah, 202 career yards. Not a good pick there for a third-rounder. Uh, Chad Williams is just a name at this point. 2018 fourth-round running back Chase Edmonds. Decent handcuff when DJ was injured, but then they still brought in Kenny Drake, so they clearly don't see much in him. Second-round wide receiver Christian Kirk. Another guy is a name. You expect him to be better. But if you look at his numbers, he's disappointed a bit. He went up to 709 yards last season, so he's improved. But he also deals with some nagging injuries, and now they just brought in DeAndre Hopkins. So Christian Kirk, we'll see. And then 2018 first-round quarterback Josh Rosen. Big ol' yikes. Uh, Yikers. Had a chance, squandered it. Had another chance, squandered it. Um, 2019, they went all in on offense with Cliff Kingsbury in the house. Seventh-round tight end Caleb Wilson. Cut, now on the skins. Sixth round wide receiver Keyshawn Johnson, the most productive of the wide receivers they took last year. 21-187-1. and one. But for a sixth-rounder, not bad. Fourth-round pick, wide receiver Hakeem Butler missed the season on IR. Second-round pick, wide receiver Andy Isabella. Nine receptions for the second-round pick. Not a great start to his career. Now they brought in DeAndre Hopkins. Still have Christian Kirk fits, so we'll see. Uh, Kyler Murray wants him to draft CeeDee Lamb, but that makes no sense. And then first-round, 2019 quarterback Kyler Murray. Jury's still out on him. He looked good last season. It looks like he can be a franchise quarterback. So one good year, one two good years of David Johnson. Christian Kirk's been all right. Kyler Murray, the jury's still a little bit out. I'm giving them a two. I'm I'm not loving it. David Johnson gets most of the yeah the plus there.
0: If, and and if you really consider David Johnson, he eventually got them DeAndre Hopkins too. So that's even better. Word. He was nice. What a great player for, for that franchise. Hopkins, <laughs> so pretty good. Um. All right, my last team. It's my turn, right? Yeah, yep. Is this the last team overall? No,
1: I got one more after.
0: Oh, okay. So my last team is the 49ers. The 49ers get two and a half stars. Um, let's start in 2000. Uh, two and a half in stars only the Niners? Interesting. Yeah, I mean, 2015 and 16 were just washes. Um, they got uh, 2015. They got Blake Bell at tight end in the fourth round and Mike Davis, the running back. So Mike Davis, you know, did something in his life. Um, in 2015, also DeAndre Smelter. Um, Go Smelters, the... Smelters
1: rule. Where's Tim, that what from, movie Tim? Is that? Fourth round and Tim. What movie is that? It's Rory classic. Anderson,
0: tight end. Tim Smelters
1: what? rule. Go Smelters, Smelters rule. You're not gonna know. Smelters rebound, bro, with Martin
0: Lawrence. I don't know. Great movie. Don't even remember even seeing that movie. Um, let's see. In 2016, they're all there. You know, they went in the sixth round for their offense. Jeff Driscoll quarterback, Kevin Taylor running back and Aaron Burbridge wide receiver. So 15 and 16 were total watches in 2017 QB CJ Beathard at Iowa. Um, solid backup, uh, In the fourth round, running back Joe Williams out of Utah took no stabs in the NFL. Here's a great one. Fifth round, tight end George Kittle, one of the best tight ends in the league. Jason's man crush himself. Finished as the second and third. I'm going to go to the
1: bathroom real quick and uh, celebrate that one.
0: (laughs) Finished as the second and third tight end overall in fantasy in the last two seasons respectively. And it's to be argued that he hasn't even reached his ceiling yet. Um, in the fifth round, wide receiver Trent Taylor out of Louisiana State, another small white guy. I'm the the um, 69 catches for 640 yards and three TDs in 17 and 18. Missed all of last season with foot issues. Hopefully, he's hoping to be back next season. In 2018, big bust Dante Pettis out of Washington flashed some potential as a rookie, but got in Kyle Sanahan's doghouse and stayed there last year. Just 11 catches last season. Um, in the seventh round, wide receiver Ricky James, uh Richie James, excuse me, um, out of Middle Tennessee State, is mostly a kick and punt returner. And then last year in the second round, wide receiver Debo Samuel is the best pick that they've had, uh, well, besides George Kittle. 102 yards, three touchdowns at 11 games started. He impressed when he got a shot. Looks like the real deal. In the third round, they got wide receiver Jalen Hurd out of Baylor, who missed all of last season but does look like he has the physical tools, 6'5", 226. So what's physically gifted
1: what was about Jalen Hurd that our, he's a tight end slash tight wide end. receiver? Yeah.
0: Devin Funches. Slash and running final, back, he played everything. Yeah. yeah, he was everything for Baylor. And, he, you know, he, he's super athletic. And then in the sixth round, Caden Smith, the tight end out of Stanford, played for the Giants last year, got 31 catches for 261 yards in three TDs while um, Mr. Ingram was out. So Word. He was the guy,
1: And then when Rhett Ellison got
0: hurt, Caden Smith took right. over. Right, so uh, 49ers two and a half stars for Debo Samuel, and of uh, course yeah, George Kittle doesn't give him George a little Kittle. more than that. I'd go three go stars just for George Kittle. Uh, you, can't, you can't ignore all the rest of the busts. now nah, Matt Breida was Before not drafted. drafted or he, was a, UDFA, he was an yeah. undrafted. He was right. an undrafted free agent. Nice. All right, nice. All right Michael. take us home, Mike. Guys,
1: I'm glad I got the Seahawks because the Seahawks drafts were pretty fun. So let's begin. Oh, they get four stars, by the way. So Four stars. NFC solid. West doing a good job drafting. I mean, there are good. So Division did the NFC East it. besides the Redskins. In 2015, third round pick Tyler Lockett. When I started doing this, mm. Tim, I turned to Jason and I said, "Remember when the question for the Seahawks was which is the better Lockett, Tyler, Tyler or Ricardo? Remember when Ricardo Lockett was like a thing and With it was an like e at the oh, end, which one is going to be better? Yeah. Wow." So Ricardo shout out Tyler Lockett for really uh, winning that one easily. <laughs> he went from a scary kick and punt returner to You want to talk about like just visual memory? Michael asked me that. He like, goes, remember when the question was Tyler Lockett or the other Lockett? And I looked at him a little confused and he goes, wasn't there E at the end of his name? And I just like envisioned Lockett with an E at the end. And then I just remembered his name was Ricardo. It's like, because <laughs> who else has that name? Yeah. So Ricardo, shout out Tyler Lockett. Ricardo has an e at the end. No, Lockett. He had an e at the end.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Ricardo,
1: Ricardo, eh? Ricardo. Uh, 2016 third round pick, CJ Proscise. This this 2016 draft is a group of potential that didn't really pan out. It's an interesting group here. CJ Proscise. Uh, obviously he had a decent rookie season and was one of those guys that everybody just really wanted to succeed. He's only played in twenty five games through four seasons. Is always hurt and really hasn't done much. Third round pick tight end Nick Vanette. Mm. Uh, Vinette didn't do much offensively uh, for Seattle. Was went to Pittsburgh last year, and then was traded back to Seattle after Disley and Hollister got hurt. They were like, let's just bring in someone who knows our system. Still didn't really do much. Fifth round pick running back Alex Collins. He did not last on Seattle very long. He had an awesome twenty seventeen for the Ravens. Yeah. Over 1,100 yards and six touchdowns, but that ended up being it. He couldn't repeat that in 2018, and then he broke his leg and missed all of 2019, unfortunately. Seventh-round pick, wide receiver, Kenny the King Lawler. Who knows who that guy is? Running back, Zach you Brooks. Added the King. I added the King, yeah, because yeah. of wrestling. <laughs> Running back, Zach Brooks. Also don't know who that is. 2017, third-round pick, one of the best names in the sport, Amara Darbo. Amari Darbo. Amari Darbo went 8 for 71 overall as a rookie. Got cut and has not seen a single snap for any team since. So, third-round pick really wasted there. But, seventh-round pick, wide receiver David Moore. Mm. Not bad for a seventh-round pick. Was pretty successful over the last two seasons. 700 yards and seven touchdowns over the last two seasons. It's very solid for a seventh-round pick. And other seventh-round pick, rarely do you see two seventh-round picks hit. This one hit very hard. Chris Carson. Nice. Chris Carson's seventh-round pick turned to stud. After a rookie season where he didn't see the field very much, sophomore year, 1,300 what year was yards. That? 2017. He seems so much older. 1,300 yards and nine touchdowns in 2018, and then this past season, 1,500 yards just, just underneath and nine touchdowns. Now he's hurt. Hopefully he comes back healthy. Uh, 2018, first-round pick, Rashad Penny. I think we could call Penny a bust at this point, right? What are they thinking? Or will the masses go crazy if we say Rashad Penny's a bust, right? They had Chris Carson who just went in. And then they draft Rashad Penny with the first-round pick. Fourth-round pick. This one was a surprise to me. I didn't really know this. Will Disley. Yeah. Fourth-round pick in 2018. He's been a top-five tight end when healthy. So he's been solid. But he can't stay healthy. Fifth-round pick. Punter Michael Dixon. The old Texas great who everyone said was going to be like a revolutionary punter. And he has been a revolutionary punter. But a (laughs) fifth-round pick on a punter is funny. Seventh quarterback, Alex McHuff. Who's that? 2019 second-round pick, D.K. Metcalf. Nice. Very nice pick there. 58 receptions, 900 yards, and seven touchdowns as a rookie. Looking like a stud. Fourth-round pick. This one was funny. Gary Jennings Jr., someone who the masses said, keep an eye on. He's going to be good in Seattle. He ended up getting cut prior to the season and didn't see a snap. He's on Miami now. Got cut before even, before the season even started, man, as a fourth-round pick. Sixth-round pick running back Travis Homer, who barely played last season, and seventh-round pick wide receiver John Ursua. So we got Tyler Lockett, Alex Collins, David Moore, Chris Carson, Will Disley, Michael Dixon, DK Metcalf. They get four stars. Four is a little high, but I like it. I'm going to give three and a half. You just mentioned Michael Dixon. What's that to do with fantasy? Because, <laughs> shout out Michael Dixon. <laughs> this is a fantasy.
0: We play. Score. In
1: I, I was just saying the names that stood out to me. All right? Shout out Michael Dixon. That's all. That, 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 that's and so, that folks. is the NFC five rounds worth of fantasy. Did you guys round. give out any fives? Or are the Chiefs the only team that got a five in this series? The
0: Cowboys got a five.
1: The Chiefs and uh, Cowboys, Chiefs and Cowboys. How um, are the Cowboys not better? I don't um, get it. Coaching, probably. I guess so. All oh. right, well, that's a wrap. Uh, the NFL draft is Thursday night. I cannot wait. I, I cannot. This is gonna. Wait. This is gonna be funny though. There is gonna be some shit going on with Zoom and like. Do you know how many people are gonna be at home trying to hack the NFL Zoom? Like, od. Like that's probably I a goal of a lot of people out there to hack the NFL draft.
0: I really hope I really hope they just let us just watch a fucking sporting event. I hope them.
1: it's not hacked or anything. I'm just saying it's gonna be funny watching these old dudes try to the draft players over Zoom. Yeah, it's gonna be great. I'm super excited for it though. Super
0: excited. NFL super. draft, baby. But um yeah, well, there have it, it folks. Um, we have a Patreon episode coming at you guys um, this week as well, and then we're gonna have another draft, kind of recapping the first couple rounds, and then special guests coming on later this week um, to recap the actual entire draft. One of our favorites, one of our, one of the people that inspired us to get this podcast started from the fantasy footballers, Jason Moore. So stay tuned. Oh yeah, for Jason Moore on Thursday. I'm so excited. I'm actually gonna be a little like. Probably a little nervous to start talking <laughs> to him because he really is. He's one of the – he's the guy. Him, Andy Holloway, and uh, Mike Wright, the fantasy footballers, are the reason that people like us exist because they showed us the way. They showed us that people actually can care about fantasy football is just fantasy football and that an independent podcast can make it. So I'm very excited to have Jason Moore on on Thursday. Um, Jason, where can they find you? At Broto FF Jason. Michael? At Broto FF Mike. You can find me at BrodoFFTim, see what we did there. And you can find us all on at Brodo Fantasy on Twitter and BrodoFantasy.com. If you want the extra episodes, sign up for the Patreon at Patreon.com slash Um, Yep, yeah, that's really it. For about $3 a month, you get a lot of extras. And we're giving away one of the free, um, one of the consistency guys by Bob Lung today. So uh, shout out to all the patrons who are already there. Shout out to you if you're considering it. Shout out to you and hopefully your families and everyone is staying safe um, through this quarantine. And until next time, see you. Later. Later.